I'm excited to preach God's word to you today, and I'm excited to use a very unorthodox source for talking about present thankfulness. I want to capture two converging themes today. The first, obviously, that of November is for Thanksgiving. I want to talk about Thanksgiving with you, but I also want to recognize that in the calendar of the church, we are also at the end of the church year. The month of November leading up to really the weekend either before or after Thanksgiving in America here at least, that uh, the end of the church's calendar really focuses us on the end times. What will happen when Jesus Christ comes again? How will this world's history be brought to a conclusion? And in one of the readings that's assigned for this time of the church year, we read about apostles, the disciples of Jesus, who will be living their lives in these conflicted end times moments. We read about Jesus' words to them, foretelling the pain, the trial, the turmoil that they'll experience. And Jesus speaks a word of encouragement for present experience, the invitation being not only get through those tough times as you're living in them at the moment, but more than that, be thankful that you are not alone in those present experiences at that time. I'll explain more of what I mean in a second, but join me in looking at Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13, beginning at verse 5, Jesus is foretelling the future. He's talking about how the disciples, after he is dead and has risen from the grave bodily, how they will be his witnesses and how they'll be testifying in progressively more conflicted times. This is what Jesus says, beginning at verse 5. Don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of war, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in many parts of the world as well as famines, but this, this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. When these things begin to happen, watch out. You will be handed over to the local councils and beaten in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news must be preached to all nations. But when you are arrested and stand trial, don't worry in advance about what to say. Just say what God tells you at that time, for it is not you who will be speaking, but rather the Holy Spirit. It's not you who will be speaking. At that present moment, it will be the Holy Spirit. In other words, what Jesus does here is he essentially says there is a future that's coming and at some point in time, that future will become your present. The reality that you can only imagine will become the reality that will become your nightmare. When that time comes, when you are pressed in on every side, when your witness to the Christian faith, your confession of the gospel is required of you and you are all hot and bothered because you're not sure, what should I say? Should I say this? Should I do this? 
Just remember, at that present time, there is a companion that stands shoulder to shoulder with you, that is giving you the words to speak and encouragement to be courageous so that you can be my witnesses, come what may. Now, I say that today because that is not just a source of inspiration for a future yet unrealized. It is also a source of gratitude in a present moment. For some of you, you may be looking forward to Thanksgiving here in a few weeks where you are going to live as the sandwich generation. You're going to have a slice of bread known as your children on one side, a slice of bread known as your mom and dad on the other side, and here you are in your middle somethings, and you are going to feel squished because you are part of the sandwich generation. You want to, on the one side, raise your kids so that they can succeed for the next 50 years, but you don't want to raise your kids in such a way in the presence of your parents that they your parents get upset because you're coddling your kids or you're not being the type of parent they think you should be. And at that present time, even though Thanksgiving is still in the future, at that present time, here's what I want you to know. There is the spirit of the risen Lord Jesus Christ that lives in you because you have trusted Christ as your Savior. And that trust in Christ as your Savior affords you the confidence that Jesus Christ by His Spirit lives and works in you so that your life, your words, your deeds, your thoughts, your actions, all of those things conform to that great gospel. Uh, It doesn't mean that you won't say some stupid things at the Thanksgiving dinner table every once in a while. It doesn't mean that you won't feel the pinch from slice of bread A or slice of bread B. But what it does mean is this, that you can have gratitude as much as you have confidence at that present time that you have a companion that's in the fight with you. The words which Jesus spoke to apostle disciples who would stand before kings and governors is the same word that he speaks to you as you try to live faithfully the vocation of son or daughter as well as mom and dad or grandma and grandpa, right? It's the kind of confidence that we have when we walk down the hallway at a high school. The confidence that we realize that while everyone else in our high school seems to live life apart from God, there is nevertheless at work in us something that God is doing in that high school at the time. You may not feel that you stand up really well when they're teaching evolution in science class without even a hint or a nod toward creation. You may feel compressed as you're talking about something in English class that would make your mother blush. You may be compressed and really struggle with what's happening in a locker room or out on the pitch, in the field, in the court. Um, All of these places of compression, they are bound to come. Mark 13 reminds us of that in Holy Scripture. We are going to be compressed as God's people, but in those moments of compression, even for you as a young person who may be feeling very adrift in this world, you are baptized. God has taken a part and portion in your life. And because of that, you can be sure that you do not walk alone in that high school hallway you, you do not prepare for competition alone in that high school locker room. You do not in any way 
sit alone in that high school classroom wondering, is there anybody else who's with me in this struggle? Not only so that you can succeed in whatever you're doing, but even more so that in those moments you can say, thank you, God, I'm not alone. Being thankful in the present is not just to be able to tick off your blessings that you enjoy right now. Nice house, nice home, nice this, nice that. But the unseen guest at your life's table is the Holy Spirit of the risen Lord Jesus Christ. And even when you are not cognizant, your mind doesn't even recognize that that Holy Spirit is at work in your life, let me assure you, He is, and let me also point back to the Bible to say, Jesus understood this to be absolutely indispensable knowledge for his followers before they ever got to that future where that compression, that conflict would be experienced. November is for Thanksgiving. Certainly count your blessings. Thank God for all the material ways that he takes care of us, provides for us, allows us to enjoy this world that, even though it is marred and disfigured by such sin, it's still a beautiful place. It's still a a good place to live. At the same time, remember that there is an unseen guest. There is a spirit of God that lives in you as if living in a temple. You are that temple. By faith in Jesus Christ, as you have trusted in Jesus as your Savior, that Spirit has made you the temple. And I hope that's a reason for you to be grateful, to say thank you to God as well. Thanks again for tracking with us through this digital uh, service. And thanks again for confessing and praying and then going and serving as you have opportunity.